Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe and Dan. Hello. Merry Christmas, Oose. <laughs> yes, indeed. It will be, won't it? By the time everybody starts having to listen to this, it'll only be a day or two until the old Christmas day. Ho, ho, ho. Cannot well, Good. Bring on Merry that Christmas, Friday. one and all. One and all. We're um, doing things slightly different this week. We had a week off last week. We had a well-deserved break. We needed a rest. Things were going down here, there and everywhere as they do this time of year. Um, I've still got a bit of a cough, so apologies if you hear any of this episode. But yeah, we're going um, gonna to record a couple of shorter episodes than normal, I think, aren't we, for this week and next to see us into the new year. But of course, for this episode specifically, next week's episode that you'll be listening to will be a, a best and worst of 2022. But this week we're going to have a look at what deadline winter is coming and summer and some breaking news that we had yesterday so we well we might as well jump into the old breaking news i know i'm devastated i certainly am Um, dan do you want to take us on the on the lead of the old mandy rose yeah so she dropped the belt um on nxt this week and i was that's a bit weird we thought that was going to happen at uh, new year's evil then all of a sudden they, they Fightful Select posted that Mandy Rose has been released and it's been dripping and feeding that apparently she's had a she got a fan site on the side and she's actually earning more on that fan site than she is actually um, with her contract. Um, but, you know, obviously WWE have got contracts with Mattel and toy shops, you know, and she's posting all these risque pictures um, and they've decided to let her go. The fourth longest reigning NXT Women's Champion of all time has now been released. She was close to Shayna Baszler, wasn't she? I saw she yeah. was only a few days off that. Um, I mean, it's obviously a it's obviously a decision they haven't taken lightly, Joe. But I think it is. What's what's the issue here? Do we think? Do we think it's an issue with the type of content that she was posting, or do we think it's more of an issue that she's doing this like third party on the side kind of things because we because we know what the wwe stance was certainly when vince was about in elias well yes um in regards to um you know like twitch streaming and things like that and that was put a stop to so you know do we think it's that or do we think it's a bit of both um i think it's a bit of both i think it's a bit hypocritical on wwe so you know maddie rose's character is like she's the sexy model you know, toxic attraction. They basically go out wearing a lingerie, and you know she's a bikini oh. world champion. But, you know, in AEW, like people like Tony Storm have OnlyFans and stuff like that. So, like, I I don't know why it's such a problem. Um, I know a lot of the uh, rumored pictures are quite explicit, and then they're more than just like they're not just normal bikini pictures allegedly. Um. As Dad said, WWE is a PG company and, you know, all it takes is for a kid to Google Mandy Rose. And I think it's like a China situation where they Google China and uh, like a video comes up or something like that. Maybe there's that. Um, you bring up a good point as well with the third party partners like Twitch and only fans like WWE don't like their superstars to have like anything else. And if they do have anything else, I think WWE, like they kind of like want a slice of it they want like a percentage of whatever they're earning which doesn't seem right to me because they're like i think the wwe superstars are like they're basically self-employed you know if they're sick they don't get any sick pay they don't get like any holiday pay they're um 
what's the word they're just like independent contractors that's the word they've like not actually got like um like a fixed contract they're just like um they're just like a, they're like marked down as like entertainers which basically means like if they don't need them they can just get rid of them but it's good for WWE but it's bad for talent I think no, I agree. Jamie, you must have a hot take on this. She was one of your favourites. Oh, yeah, she was great. I loved her. She was the best that's ever been. Better than AJ, better than Paige. She was the best NXT well, Women's let's Champion not that's forget, gone. Let's not forget she came from that series of Tough Enough, which no bugger else came from, really, did they? Or, um, or, or did it? Yeah. Well, yeah, but what she you could argue that Mandy Rose has had the better career than Sonya Deville. Meanwhile, she has now, uh, but they also had uh, Patrick, who was the Velveteen Dream. He, he, um, well, disgraced. Yeah. Disgraced. Um, but yeah, the, the winner didn't do anything. Uh, Josh, the Yeti, and uh, the female winner, sadly, um, has passed this year. So, yeah, that that, that was the latest season. Um, but yeah, Mandy's probably done the best out of everybody on that. I think she'll bounce back. If you ask me what she's going to be doing next, maybe let it cool down. I don't think she'll be in the Rumble, but I could definitely see her coming back to WWE if if they can kind of like polish it. I don't see her going to like an AEW or anywhere like that. She doesn't have the really I don't think style. she suits like, uh, I don't think she suits AEW in the sense that, I, I know I know they probably have her because like you alluded to, Joe, they don't have an issue with their talent having an outside income or, you know, when using a third party platform. You know, it, it, it's, you know, let, let's not get it wrong here. She's not gone out and done a hardcore pornography scene. Oh. Do you, do you, well, she's not, has she? Do you, do you know what I mean? She's been posting some photos online, and I know you said, Joe, that some of them are a bit more risque than some of the others, but... Whilst... One definitely alludes to a penetrative sex, but there you go. Well, yeah, <laughs> but... It... You, you you know what I mean. This isn't, and I know the page situation was a completely different situation. That was supposed to be a private behind closed doors thing that got leaked out there. Yeah, and she's not but, charged people money for yeah, that. But when you consider the, well, you know, it's no no one. Well, yes, a little. Um, you know, I don't. I I feel I feel sorry for it. However, on the same on the same page. My understanding from what I've read is that she was given the opportunity to. They they weren't just going to get rid of her, even though she'd been doing it. They were going to say, okay, we'll draw a line under here, and as long as you stop doing it and close the page down, you know, maybe she would have still dropped the title as a bit of punishment and would have had a bit of, you know, shitty booking for six months or whatever. Um, But she wouldn't have lost a job. And apparently it was her decision to say, no, I'm keeping the page, knowing full well that that would potentially mean termination of her contract, which ultimately is what has happened. So we can feel sorry for her, Dan, but she's in a way made the choice. I guess so. Um, It'd be interesting to see where it goes from here. Um, you know, she, if she's making double the amount of money that she was in WWE, then obviously she's going to be all right. Um, but yeah, I think it was a shock to the system for all of us. We were all probably penciling for being a potential person who's going to be in the Rumble. So it's actually quite surprising. They really put her as one of the, the next big things. So, um, yeah, quite surprising. But I wouldn't be surprised any years time if she does make a return. You gotta think there's there is a lot of money in it. Like you think most of the the women wrestlers nowadays and most mixed martial artists are also on an OnlyFans or kind of premium website. 
that they've got now. You've got Paige Van Zandt has got her own OnlyFans. Ty Mello has got her own OnlyFans. You've got Mandy Rose, Tony Storm, as you've already said. So, well, it's not it's not OnlyFans that she's got. It's not uncommon. Well, it's an OnlyFans. It's a typical. It's it's behind a paywall kind of thing. You pay a monthly subscription to obviously get exclusive photos, yeah. and then you pay more on top to get the other And have you seen stuff. how much it was? Don't you worry, I took one for the team. It and went up to Google. $40 at one point. Oh, I think it went yeah, back it down to 30 Oh, here we go. It's called Fan Time. <laughs> fan, fan Time is the name of the... Um... It's time for Fan Time. Oh, I can't <laughs> find it now. I read at one point it was... Around oh, hang on, we've got it here. Let's have a look. Oh yeah, it's nope. su- subscribe for thirty dollars for one month. There's a discount, Joe. Get on it. There's a discount, <laughs> a ten dollar discount. Buy now to access all photos. I, no, I, I can't. I, I'm married, and it costs money. There'll be leaks somewhere online. How much? Don't you worry. But the, That's I think the general consensus that we've got then is that. She knew what she was doing. She knew that she could potentially lose a job, and she's ultimately chosen to continue doing what she was doing outside of the company that she works for, rather than continuing to work for the company that she works for. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 it may, you know, we we don't know the reasons. We don't know what the decision is there. It could potentially be a financial one. I know that people make a lot of money on these sites. And potentially she could make more money on these types of sites than she could do being a WWE superstar, which is a shame, really. Cause she I gets... work from home. Well, I work from home, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you, you do get this global recognition. And I know, you know, being in the WWE and I know she was on NXT, so she's not quite touring the world like the main roster was. But... One could argue that she'd have found her way back onto the main roster because, you know, she had a time on the main roster, went back down to NXT. But like you said, then, Dan, has become the fourth, nearly third longest reigning NXT Women's Champion. It would only be a matter of time before she got back onto the main roster. And then, you know, who knows? Tri- Triple H must have thought highly of her um, and, you know, other people in the company. Otherwise, she's still up until this week wouldn't have been NXT Women's Champion and the fourth longest reigning. So... It's it's a shame, but it is what it is, and hey. I don't I don't think it's the last we've seen of her. We've got a shucky ducky quack quack moment out of it though. Roxanne Perez, she is our new NXT Women's Champion because of it though. Well, we do, we do indeed, and is that something that you're happy with? Yeah, I think they've been building it for a year. She's been in WWE now for a year. She was one of my dark horse picture, picks to be in the Rumble last year. She'd just been signed um, a year ago. She was the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Um, she dropped the belt to Diana Perazzo. They had an absolute banger of a match on Impact. Then she came to WWE. I think she had one match on uh, Level Up. They realised how good she was. And ever since, she's been on the main roster. Yes, yeah, she's only 21, but she can go. Like If you watch her, she's a really good wrestler. But, you know, um, in terms of promo and stuff, needs a little bit of work, but that's what NXT's for. When a Triple M, not Triple H, um, Booker T's former students. And I think with NXT, you want somebody to be the champion who's going to build with the belt and build up the division. And I can see loads of people, Indy Hartwell facing her. I can see um, Kiana James facing her. Um, loads of people up on the roster going up against her. Um, you know, even people like Natalia coming down and facing her, for example. I think it's a great thing to do. I think they may be going to be do it with Bron Breaker soon as well. He's he's ready to drop the belt. But yeah, happy with Roxanne Perez. Well deserved, I think. 
Fantastic. So, of course, um, my understanding is Roxanne Perez got the chance to face Mandy Rose because she won the Iron Survivor Challenge at <laughs> deadline. Um, so I know, Joe and Dan, you will have watched the event in its entirety. Oh, yes. I will presume now that Jamie watched none of it. Um, I myself, believe it or not, did watch some of it. However, I only watched one match and I ended up watching the oh. men's Iron Survivor Challenge match. Now, the reason being is nothing to take away from the women. I had a read of the results online beforehand and I read the the first Survivor Challenge match. The women's ones was a bit of a mess, it said on, online. I'm sure you will elaborate now. Yeah. Um, but I, I heard it wasn't great. However, I heard the men's was much better and I was interested in seeing the concept and how it worked. And I... I Thought it didn't. I thought it was a really, really good idea. But the the event as a whole, then both you you watched it all, um, Joe and Dan. What 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 did you think of it? Yeah, it was good. It, it good. didn't yeah, it didn't um go slow. Um, we actually really enjoyed watching. I watched it all in. We watched it in two sittings. I watched the most of it, and then they saved the men's for the evening. Um, but all in all, I enjoyed it. I thought with the women's one, it gave us sort of a taste of what it was like. Everybody pretty much got one fall, and then Roxanne Perez got a fall with about 20 seconds to go, which meant she won the match. But with the penalty box, I was going, oh, well, that's a great opportunity for people to brawl in the penalty box and weaken each other, and they could do so many spots with it. And I was like, oh, they've wasted a lot of opportunities here. But then when you got to the men's one, most people were getting two falls. Grayson Wallery comes out straight away, and he gets two falls within 20 seconds. And then right at the end, he does the old, what Chris Jericho did in the scramble. He sees that two people are down. He rolls in, he pins one of them, and then everybody's chasing him for the last 10 seconds. So in terms of the storyline-wise, absolutely brilliant. On NXT this week, it's fed off at Axiom, faced J.D. McDonough. Or no, he faced um, Carmelo Hayes. J.D. McDonough's um, this in a black eye, and he's building J.D. jobbing out. Well, he got no pinfalls. Yeah, but he did put in a lot of work in that match. And, you know, you could see him... In a lot of cases, he should have got the pinfalls and other people have robbed it off him. Um, and I thought Joe Gacy, he was the star of the match. Um, he, he looked a bit like Stan Hansen, went round, he was doing all of his flips, clotheslines. He looked really aggressive, had a cool style about him. I, um, I really That's the it. first time I think I've actually watched, because, you know, I don't watch NXT. That's the first time I think I've actually watched Joe Gacy wrestle. And he's been there now for a good year or two now, hasn't he, yeah. with that, like non-woke character type thing that he's playing isn't it um yeah. but yeah it's the first time i've seen him wrestling he's he's a bit he's a slightly differently built than kevin owens but he's a bigger chap like kevin owens is rather than your braun breaker physique let's say putting it that way but he can fly around the ring and very much like you said then dan like the stan hansen type and the the, the lariats that he was he was throwing um and he can throw himself off those ropes as well he can as, as well yeah. Um, I I really liked him, and if it wasn't for the fact that I knew he was going to win, because I'd read the results before, I'd see if it was worth watching. I'd have probably been gunning for him to to win the thing eventually. You know, when he when he came into it, because he was that he was the last entrant, wasn't he, into the match? Mm. I'm getting that right. So, um, yeah, we'll yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought if they could go back to whenever the championship scramble matches were, was it like 2008, 2009, around that time of time, was it? Um, and redo that. That's probably what it, the championship scrambles should have been. This is almost like an evolution of it. And if they could have come, gone back and redone it and said, oh, this is what the, we want the match to look like, it's probably what the I Survivor Challenge should look like. It was 
a lot more in depth. There were more rules, but without making it complicated. And I think that's what I was worried about before they had the matches thinking, oh, it sounds like there's a lot of different rules and things going on in this match. It's all going to get a bit, mm, but they booked it really well. I don't know who the bookers will, but yeah, no, I don't know who the, who the bookers were for the match, certainly for this match anyway, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was planned well. The falls didn't look silly. Who is that guy in the mask? I've never even heard of him. You have. You know A-Kid from NXT UK? Oh, is that who it is? Yeah, they've renamed him. He's Axiom. He's so fast. He ain't getting anywhere with that gimmick, unfortunately. But he 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 he, he reminded... It's weird you say that, though, um, A-Kid, because I was watching it and thinking, he reminds me of the one, two, three kid with the mask, like X-Pac. Yeah. Um, and I thought that's how they were kind of building him in the match. Like, he hasn't really probably got a chance of winning this. But look, he's managed to pick up a fall or two. And, and at one point, he went ahead, I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought I, I enjoyed it. Jamie, you should, if you don't watch any of it other than one match, you should go back and watch that match just to see how the gimmick itself works out because it was I will watch the women's Iron Survivor match and I will do yes no don't do it was it as bad (laughs) as it sounds Joe um the women's one was okay as dad said it was just like it was like one fall one fall one fall and they all it was all like equal everyone had one fall I think except Keanu James and then like Roxanne Perez just like sneaked one in like right at the end it was just like a little like sneaky roll up so it was okay, but yeah, the, the men's world was a lot better. And of course, we got new NXT Tag Team Champions down. We did. It is a new day. Yes, it is. And Kofi Kingston has now won 15 tag championships in WWE. They've got the tag belts and they're defending against Boris Johnson and um, so what's his face next week? They're, they're facing the Brogs, Brogs and Jensen, Jensen and Brogs, whatever they're called next week. Because they basically said on NXT, whoever comes out and sit, pledges their allegiance to the flag of the USA can have a tag title shot. They came out with a flag and they sang the national anthem and now they've got a tag match next week. But um, yeah, we got we got New Day as a new tag champs. They beat Pretty Deadly. Um, I can see Pretty Deadly potentially getting those belts again, but they're really entertaining Pretty Deadly. So, uh, you know, I think they're either going to get those belts back or get called up to the roster. Um, I'm happy with New Day being down there, but I can't see them holding those belts for months. What what what's the reason behind that? Do we think why have they picked it up? Well, they said um, Xavier Woods cut a promo on NXT this week, basically saying I was in the very first match against Biggie on the very first NXT, and I you know when I was down here I never won anything, so it's nice to actually come down here and be able to tick something off the accomplishments, and Kofi gets to tick uh, accomplishment off. I mean, if you think about the um, the bloodline at the moment, they're not dropping those tag belts until Mania, so Kofi and Xavier weren't really doing much, and. They can go down there, they can give advice to the, the, the young up-and-comers, um, and they can work with a lot of teams that haven't really got many reps in. So, really, it's beneficial for everybody, and it's another accolade. You know, they're the most accomplished tag team WWE's ever had. Fair enough. What do we think of the event overall, then? Happy with it for its inaugural event? It was good for Deadline. Uh, the couple matches that were a little bit tinny. I, to be honest, I wasn't really that excited about Bron Breaker versus Apollo Crews. I, I can't really tell you anything that happened in it. The Alba Fire versus What's her Face match, Isla Dawn, Isla Dawn. where she yeah. poisoned where she poisoned the referee, and then he got as, the win. As you do, that not yeah. attempted murder or no? Apparently, she just put a, a spell on the referee. He started coughing at black goo, and then um, she ended up like distracting Alba Fire. Alba Fire is leaps and bounds. She should be. If she doesn't get called up soon, I don't know what's wrong with him. 
Fair enough. And Bron Brinker successfully, of course, retains the NXT Championship. Yep, but he's soon to lose it to Grayson Waller, that kid that's got to win the belt. No, 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 it ain't happening. Bron Brinker will be in the Royal Rumble match as the NXT Champion, he will, with a strong showing, and he will eliminate... Um, the Undertaker. Yes, why not? The Undertaker. Vader. Yeah, Vader, Yokozuna, Undertaker. He's going to eliminate all of them. He is. He's going to send their careers back to where yeah, they Baron belong. Corbin. He'll eliminate Baron Corbin. Then he'll have a match against him at Mania. Yeah, and knowing booking, Baron Corbin will go over. Oh, well. Well, that was that was NXT deadline. So we got some decent matches out of it. We got some new tag team champions. And we got a new women's champion through Mandy Rose's release for posting explicit photographs. And that was your week in wrestling, or was it, Jamie? Because winter arrived. Winter did arrive indeed. Probably not even watched it. And much like Deadline, I will say, I'm probably the only one that did watch this. I actually did. I actually did. Did you watch Winter is Coming? I actually did read the results. Yeah, you did. have to watch it, you see. Yes, it was the moment we all been waiting for. It was MJF's first defence in a winner-take-all, winner-take-all match where the winner will get the AEW world title and that dynamite diamond ring. The only man to ever win that diamond, dynamite, <laughs> diamond ring he is. And yes, MJF gave a nice little low below behind the ref's back and oh. took a nice little roll up to retain his title and enjoy his celebration. That dragon came down, oh. just like Game of Thrones, those dragons came. And obviously that is setting up ready, most likely for revolution. And of, of course, Brian without, Danielson and MJF. And of course, without, without William Regal. He's dead. He's gone. He doesn't exist to anymore. AW. Tony Khan has said he's gone. He said but, it. The well, actual apparently, words. he's going to take up a vice president position in WWE. Yeah. As and he, he should. landed on his feet with that one. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's it, as he should. This is the best thing that could have happened for him with Vince retiring. He got, he he got six months. He got to look at MJF. He got to get in his ear and say, don't you worry. The bidding war of 2024, there is not going to be any war because you're coming, he says. Not only is winter coming, you are coming in 2024, he said. And he was like, yeah, don't you worry. I'll be there. Well, we might have seen the death of William Regal in the last couple of weeks. But last night on Winter is Coming, we saw the death of... Chris Jericho's oh, career losing to that this jobber. This is this is the one, two, three kids moment. We mentioned him earlier. This is the the one, two, three kids. I'm trying to think of other jobbers that have uh, Brooklyn well, you know, Brawler, San, Barry Santino Morella in his first match. Um, but no, obviously, I don't know if you know why. Obviously, he lost and stuff. But um, obviously. We're forgetting, obviously, there was a pay-per-view at the weekend as well. Oh. It was Ring of Honor. And, obviously, Claudio Castioli reta- regained did he, did he his Ring of Honor title. Um, and he won by the giant swing. I don't know if you knew that. He tapped, he tapped out, he tapped out, out yeah. during the giant swing. And, obviously, 
the whole thing is basically Jericho now saying it should be illegal and basically had his interview and he was just like, it's illegal, it's barbaric, and I'm gonna set it, I'm gonna set the record straight now that I am gonna go out and beat some jobber, he says. <laughs> I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna well, go, is, on a, a I'm gonna go out and beat a jobber in a, my tune-up match, and then obviously this is gonna start his own, uh, his whole thing now of um losing to jobbers and going on a losing run probably until. He gets Until a, uh, he, he gets a chance leaves AEW and goes back to finish his career in the WWE. In the big knows, maybe, maybe, who knows? But um, yeah, he had that. Um, and obviously, I don't know if you know that as well. Literally, the Ocho is completely over. Like literally, uh, you know, you know when they're counting like the one, two, for all the way up to ten. They don't even say eight anymore. They say Ocho. They go one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, Ocho, you nine. Know, <laughs> this AEW business is <laughs> killing professional wrestling. It's, everyone thought That's it was going to reignite the pinnacle of sports entertainment. The pinnacle of sports it is, it's <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. He knows. That um, appreciate. Has it, have they not split up yet? This appreciation society. They should do after he lost. I like my hair. They're growing. They're growing. Jake you don't even. Know. Yeah, exactly. Jack, Jake, 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 Jake is, is happy. Every, every every promo. Just like, I hat. like my hat. <laughs> what a gimmick! What a gimmick! Gimmick of the year. Oh, and obviously um, of the year. Uh, obviously, continuing with the Jericho Appreciation Society as well, um, Daniel Garcia lost his Ring of Honor Pure title uh, to Wheelie Utah to the Blackpool Combat Club. And then Jericho has said, we need to set you straight. We need to get you back on winning ways. So we'll make sure that we'll put you under the guidance of Sammy Guevara, he says, to set you straight. I did so, notice on last Danny night's episode, Cass- yeah. they are still referring to the Blackpool Combat Club as Yeah, Blackpool they had a promo. Club, so they're, they're going to yeah. continue under that mantle. Brian Danielson wasn't reason. with them. Brian Danielson wasn't with them. It was, was just John Moxley, Claudio and Wheeler. Yeah, it was just the three of them. But they obviously they mentioned um, they've still kind of got that small rivalry with the Jericho Appreciation Society, obviously because of the, uh, the belt situation. But Moxley's got, obviously got his rivalry with... Hangman Adam Adam Page, so that's their. So when's Revolution? That's February. Revolution's not until like March. February March is it? So that's gonna set up. Is it gonna set up MJ? Yeah, March fifth. And surely they're gonna have that before March. No, doesn't need to. AEW are quite good at prolonging their storylines. So what we love and MJF did say in his promo last week, like he's not going to defend the promo, uh, defend the title on just random shows. He will only defend it on big pay per views because he is a draw, just like Brock Lesnar's a draw. He is a money making draw, and why would he do it in a random town on a random night? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, it's only three months away. Not even that at the moment. Three months, it's years away yet. Three months. It's three months. Obviously, you've got the whole thing. You've you'll basically do the classic MJF thing where you want a match against MJF. You have to go through my seven challenges. Too much. In too much time. Three months. And you'll do Bloody something like that. Da- Mo- Brian Danielson will have to go through all of the embassy to get to him, and then basically he'll face William Morrissey in like a steel cage match. He's not the week called before. that anymore. So he's. He's called Big, Big Bill. W. Big, Big Bill. Bill. He's called Big Bill. Yeah. Good old Big Bill. Uh, uh, he's got a rivalry at the moment as well with Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yeah. So just, um, 
drag that over the next three months until Revolution. In that time, John Moxley could No, they'll face each other beforehand because surely Revolution's going to be finally Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. I'd have thought Christian so. should be back by then. John Moxley has the chance to be interim world champion of the six times between now and March. MJF ain't going anywhere, don't you worry. But no, it was a very good show. We had, and of course, we had medical bills when he's injured. We had match four of the uh, the best of seven series as well, where Death Triangle went three one up because no Jackson got injured, isn't it? Yeah, because basically they've used the hammer in all three of their wins. And then Kenny Omega at the start, because it was the first match, it basically was like, obviously coming out and saying, I've had enough of this, basically we're going to have a no DQ match. And then it was like, without further, back to, I bid you, I was like, you're at the start of the show, mate, but all right. <laughs> he went, goodbye, good night, bang. I was like, all right, cool, you just start at the show, but yeah, sign them off. Enjoyable episode then. I enjoyed it. It was very good. And then I uh, watched something not so enjoyable, which was the, the Nine Lives of Vince McMahon. But, Terrible. Um, I told you. I saw all the reviews on Reddit. Everybody said, don't watch it. It's just splice clips of episodes of Dark Side of the Ring you've already seen with about two extra interviews. To be fair. And there's nothing I, new. To be fair, I haven't watched like the last four episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, so I didn't even watch the steroid trial one. So all that was new to me. Decent, then, if you haven't seen the other episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. If you don't watch Dark Side of the Ring, then yeah, sure. It's it's good. And it tells you, like, what episode it's from at the top as well. So, like, Dark Side of the Ring, steroid oh, trial. So, they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're copying, they're no. reusing footage. It's literally, it's literally just spicy clips about Vince McMahon's, shall we say, wrongdoings over the years. Obviously, they Ooh. talk about the steroid trial. They talk about him and that ref, woman referee that happened in the 80s. Uh, you've does, got. Does it actually of, allude to what's just happened and him retiring, or did they not include yeah, any of that? Yeah, yeah. The, the, so last, that, the last the last ten fifteen minutes then. is new. The last ten fifteen minutes are talking about that, and it's all new interviews with Vince Russo, uh, Dave Meltzer, and some random guy who's yeah. like a wrestling newsletter or podcaster. Summer. Yeah. Um, but no, I, it was okay. Like again, if you if you haven't read a lot of it, then. Um, if you haven't watched a lot of Dark Side of the Ring, you enjoy it. And like I said, it's, it just shows your Vince McMahon throughout the years. It's just like getting a Vince McMahon documentary. If you don't know too much about his history, then it's an okay watch. Ooh, lovely. Right. Who's got a quiz to finish us off on this mini episode, on this mini-sode today? Minnesota. Lovely then, Joe. What have you got for us? I've got get up, 10 wrestling questions, and they're all questions based on things or people that from the last year we have officially crowned Dan have we not as yet again the anything can happen anything can happen so, well no they, they, these don't these are just fun quizzes we'll restart our league again in the new year we will so well no we might as well carry on we want to see who finishes bottom we know he's finished top what? but we want to know who finishes bottom all right if you want to include it in that then then that's fine yeah. so what we got we've got um dan winning on 17 joe on seven jamie on seven and i'm on six so as it stands oh. at bottom, but after this who knows no right. stop the count dan you should have just stopped <laughs> the count well, we got two quizzes. We got this one, and we got next week's before the end of the we year. We do so. indeed. Right, go for it then, Joe. Okay, so uh, Cody Rhodes came back at WrestleMania, but what is the name of Cody Rhodes' dog? What Tom, is the name did of you Cody say dog? dog? I thought he said dog. 
Dog. dog. Yeah, what's yeah. the name of his dog? Oh, his dog. I didn't even know he had a He's dog. afraid of fireworks, <laughs> I did. Um, let's go with... Yeah. Adrenaline in my soul. Okay. Uh, this year, Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor, but who was the first Ring of Honor world heavyweight champion? Uh, question number three. What was Stokely Hathaway's name on NXT? Oh, what? Question number four. What promotion ran Ric Flair's last match? Oh, I think it's that. I think. And uh, question number five, who won the 2022 Owen Hart Cup? And I'll give you a point for each person who won. So there's two people who won the Owen Hart Cup in 2022. Who were they? Is that an Owen Hart Cup, he says? It was in that that (laughs) AEW, I think, that wrestling promotion. Um, Question number six, what was the attendance... At Clash of the Castle. So, what was the attendance number at Clash of the Castle? I'll give it to the nearest thousand. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, you're so generous. <laughs> Thank God you're here. Question number, question number seven. Um, Sammy Zane thinks Johnny Knoxville of WrestleMania, but how old is Johnny Knoxville? How old is Johnny Knoxville? I forgot that match even happened. <laughs> the best match of the night. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been back and watched Mania since it was on. I really should. You don't want to. Uh, uh, question number eight. Uh, Jeff Jarrett recently debuted for AEW, but how many times did Jeff Jarrett win the TNA World Title? That didn't happen this year. It was my world. Oh, he sm- oh, yeah, he also uh, smacked okay. uh, Max Caster over the head with a guitar. On Nobody cares about this. Jeff They're going for the tag titles, Jeff I Jarrett know. and Jay Lethal. Shocking. You love it. <laughs> uh, question number nine. Etatori Enwen is the real name of what WWE superstar? Etatori Enwen is the real name of which WWE superstar? Um, Jamie Noble. <laughs> yeah. He wrestled as well. Why am I not talking? He wrestled. He, he had did. His he had his final match. And he won. Good. Congratulations. I've watched some clips on Twitter. He actually looked quite good. Who did he face? He was a six um, man. He pinned oh. Sami Zayn. Yeah, it was him, Braun Strowman, and uh, I can't think again. Sami Zayn and the Usos, was it? Drew McIntyre. And they're going against the Bloodline. Okay, yeah. Ewee. Okay, uh, question number 10. He was called King Carino in Lucha Underground, but what is his WWE name? Who? He was called King King Carino Carino in Lucha Underground. What is his WWE name? Mm. So he's a Lucha Libre star. I'll give you a clue. So he does Lucha Libre. 
It's called Kid Carino in Lucha Underground. What is he called in WWE? Do you do that Lucha Libre? I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but I've literally written it how it's spelled. I do like that Lucha Libre. You all ready for some answers? Are you ready? (laughs) Are you Uh, ready for a good time? Uh, question number one: What is the name of Cody Rhodes' dog, Taron? No idea. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Dexter. Dan. Pharaoh. Yeah, it's Pharaoh. Fair enough. Uh, question two: Who was the first Ring of Honor World Champion, Jamie? AJ Styles. Taron. Samoa Joe. Dan. Loki. Yes, Loki. Oh, of course it was, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dad, what was Stokely Hathaway's name in NXT? Malcolm Bivens. Jamie? Malcolm Bivens. Darren? Hopefully Stathaway. The, the funny the funny <laughs> thing is, like, literally, I was looking, you know, to prepare for this. I was yeah. looking at AEW events, and obviously he made his debut at one of the uh, AEW events. So I clicked onto his Wikipedia before the show and obviously saw it. That's the only so reason I know. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, it, I just saw it 20 minutes ago. All right. Uh, <laughs> what was the promotion that run Ric Flair's last match, Taron? Um, I put... I put it's like Stardom of Wrestling or something. I don't know if that was. It was Jim Crockett Promotions, but I don't that's know. That's what it I, like put Jim Crockett I, promotions. I put Jim Crockett Promotions. Yeah, Jim Crockett, yeah. That's oh, what yeah. he said, what promotion yeah. it was, not event. Oh, I thought it was like under the star. I thought he meant about it. Well, Jim no, Crockett. So it's like, it's Jim Crockett, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. um, Jim Crockett Promotions presents Ric Flair's last match. <laughs> uh, question number five, uh, point for each. Who won the 2022? Owen Hart Cup. Uh, on, Taren, you better know this. Oh, it's Adam cool. Cole and Dr. Britt Baker. Oh, D- of course it was. Did you dude. actually not get that right? No, Taren. I didn't. I put <laughs> Ty Mello and Ricky Starks. Ty Mello yeah. and Ricky Starks are not even a couple. No, well, yeah, you don't Adam have to be Cole a couple to win. I know. <laughs> no, Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Yeah, I do um, remember now. DMD. DMD. Uh, question six to the nearest thousand. What was the attendance at Clash of the Castle? Uh, Jamie? 68,000. Ooh. Taron? 66,000. Oh! Dan? I was there. 67,000. <laughs> yes, we all were. It was 62,296. Oh, Taron gets it. Yes, I've won, I've won it all. <laughs> I was there. I was there. Is he getting a point? He was the closest. Yeah, we were the closest. I'm flashing the city. It might as well. It's his first point. Oh, sorry, second point. Uh, (laughs) Question number seven, Dad. How old is uh, Johnny Knoxville? Brim full of Asher, 45. JB? I put 54. (laughs) Taron? I put 50. Um, he's 51, so you're closest, Taron. Oh, good, another point. You can't just give him another close it's a point that was closest. <laughs> I think he needs the points. <laughs> uh, question number eight. How many times has Jeff Jarrett won the TNA World title, uh, Taron? Uh, three. JB? I also went for three. Dan? Four. No, six. That was closest. Give him the point. <laughs> 
Um, number nine, question number nine. Etisori Edwin is the real name of what WWE superstar, Jamie? Shocker. <laughs> Taron? Scripts. I don't know, Reggie. I have no idea. Biggie Langstone. Yeah, it's Biggie. Oh, it's the old E, and it's the Big E. It's, it's Big E, yeah. Because if Ekator E, you see, that's. Oh, <laughs> hell. Uh, question number 10. Uh, Kid, King Carino is the Lucha Underground name I of what WWE superstar, Dan? I know it. It is the leader no, of Legado del Fantasma. Santos Escobar. Santos. Escobar. Yeah. yeah, correct. Santos Escobar. I knew it. I said I knew it. It's the only one I didn't know. Yeah. Go, what's Two, the three, point? There you go. I got a max four quality points. I also got four. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I got eight. <laughs> Dan, you're on 18 points. Until next week's quiz, and we'll see. Next week, either I can win and make it joint seven so dan will win and we'll all come second or <laughs> somebody can cement a second place or dan just can continue to cement first place well no I, so I, I, I'm but dan's doing the week. quiz yeah, yes good so here we go then i'm gonna win for. it all until next week dan where Wait can everybody see us on the socials yeah you can find us wherever you get your podcast we are grapple cast show make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode but we're also available on your social media your instagram your twitter and your facebook Fantastic. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for a minisode, as I'm going to call it. Um, We will be back next week, just before New Year. So enjoy your Christmas Day, your happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy whatever you celebrate. All that. That's the one. Just have a lovely time and a lovely break with everybody. As they say in Welsh, no dolly clawen. And as they say in England. um, It's not coming home. Pissed and be merry, oh. and it's not going over. <laughs> Jamie, if you'd like to sign us off. Well, I guess without further ado, I bid you a good night and goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Bring it